0: Exploring Faith and the Future. Neil Johnson and Bible teacher Dr. Camille Magdaly. You might remember the year 2000, New Year's Eve, when the word eternity was emblazoned across the Sydney Harbour Bridge, a word that was made famous in Sydney town by the likes of Arthur Stace. We're talking about eternity today in the book of Revelation in the Bible. Camille We've been talking about Revelation. Eternity is very much a part of what was written there, this revelation of Jesus Christ. Neil, eternity is,
1: in my opinion, a major part
0: of the book of Revelation,
1: even though it's only described in about 32 verses, chapter 21 and five verses in chapter 22, the last chapter of the Bible. Eternity is the end goal of it all. Jesus gives us the gift of eternal life. It is our hope, it's our future, it's our destiny, and it's also our present reality because anything that has to do with God has to do with eternity. Without the book of Revelation, we would be deprived of the only two chapters in the whole of the Bible, 1,189 chapters as a whole, only two are devoted to eternity, and they're found in the book of Revelation. We would be so much the poorer if we didn't have this book and its
0: Lasting emphasis on eternity. Camille, what is so special about eternity?
1: Well, first of all, we need to understand that eternity is not spoken of a lot in Scripture. I'm just digressing here a little. It's not spoken of a lot in Scripture, and I believe for a couple of reasons. Not spoken extensively. Number one, because if the details of eternity were codified as Scripture— this world would be too small to contain the book because eternity is long, it's rich, it's deep, it's multifaceted, it's beyond space and time, as well as in the realm we now know. There's a second reason I think God doesn't tell us more. I believe he wants it to be a surprise. You know, he's won his bride. He's prepared a wonderful place for his bride. He wants to carry her over the threshold. He wants to take off the mask once that threshold has been crossed to get what we call the wow factor. And if you can see people having a wow factor, like, for example, on a Holy Land tour, just imagine what it would be like when God is taking us into eternity. So in addition to that, we would do well to learn more about what
0: Revelation says on this topic because it will order how we live here and now. Camille, as eternity unfolds in those chapters in Revelation, what is it that we can practically think about where God makes a description of eternity? The single most important description of eternity found in
1: the book of Revelation is that of the new Jerusalem, which is our eternal home. One of the great Bible commentators put it this way, The New Jerusalem, Where Righteousness Finds Its True Home. Very eloquently put, where corruption, evil, debauchery, scandal, compromise, lying, you name it, are things of the past. So much so, they aren't even brought to mind. We forget about them because the New Jerusalem and eternity is so wonderful. But to give you an idea... The New Jerusalem is described as a cube, 2,400 kilometers length, breadth, and depth. If even just 25% of that cube was given for private residence and 75% for public land, it is estimated that if you had 20 billion redeemed people, each one of them would get one-half cubic kilometers per person. That's 20 billion redeemed people in 25% of the cube. I had an engineering student do the sums, and I think she's right. The whole purpose to say the new Jerusalem will be very big because our God is very, very great. Faith and the Future with Neil Johnson and Dr. Camille Majdali from Teach All Nations. For more from Dr. Majdali including books and DVDs on prophecy, Bible commentaries, plus today's and other episodes of Faith in the Future, go to vision.org.au.